Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello, video games. We are dropping in just before the episode to let you know about something very cool and fun that you can watch coming up in the next week. It is Filthy Casuals, the Filthy Direct live from PAX. (laughs) Fellas... Where and when is this happening? Do you want me to lead the charge on this, Knox? You've seemed very unsure about the differences in time zones and dates and the Earth's rotation around the sun. (laughs) I've only just learned about the concept of daylight savings time, and so I would like you to... Apparently it's something to do with cows lying down before it rains, or I I didn't quite get it. I think that's right. Yeah, it's something to do with um, whether or not you can see the sun. It's circadian rhythms, but... Uh, if you're in America, we're on on Wednesday, September the 16th at 10.30 p.m. Pacific time. And in Australia, we are on Thursday, September the 17th at 3.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard and 6.30 a.m. British Standard Time on that Thursday. But for all the details for that, you can go to our socials or online.paxsite.com. Anything else we need to tell the folks? Yeah, go to at Filthy yeah, what Casuals Pod. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can feel that one. What the fucking thing is that we're plugging? <laughs> we have made, we've made it like, uh, Pax, Pax is a, is a uh, presentation uh, thing. It's, a, it's, a, it's an expo. Pax, P-A-X, stands... No, no, go back, no, no, go back okay. to the big bang. Start from there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pax stands for Ladies Love Cool J. And right. The they have a whole bunch of video games panels and stuff like that. We're doing a panel time because everything's online this year because of COVID. And we've mm. made like a sketch show that then leads into a, a demo of a bonus podcast that's brand new that'll also be on Bandcamp at a later date in the full form. But the main thing is sort of the sketch show for the first half. So uh, yeah, if you tune in at that 10.30 time, you'll see us cracking some jokes about video games that we've had to make whilst in... Such a long isolation. So, <laughs> yeah. I, I would love to get some positive feedback from anybody who enjoys it. <laughs> yeah. That'd be real nice. Yeah, we worked. Uh, we worked really hard on it. We busted our asses, and uh, I think it's come out great. I'm really looking forward to people seeing it. Um, so yeah, check it out, and uh, yeah, let us know if you're watching along. Tag us in the mm. socials and stuff. Uh, I think you know I'll, I'll ch- we'll be tuning in and watching yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, so <laughs> yeah, um, let us know. Excited for you guys to see it because it's all brand new stuff, and it's um, it's uh, yeah, a bunch of kind of stuff that we haven't really done in the form of this pod before. Mm. So excited for you guys to see it. Yeah, just another quick plug before we start the episode as well. If anybody would like to um, come and help me out with some human contact. <laughs> um, that is something that I, I, w- I would love to just put out there as well. So, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, guys. Enjoy the episode. Good morning, video games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games. Hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys 
Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasselow and with me, as always... It's Ben Vanell here, Tommy, and look, wouldn't you know it, it's happened again. We record last week and just 24 hours later, a huge news bombshell drops. A big character is celebrating an anniversary... But Who's it going to be? Week, it's not Mario. <laughs> an entire episode <laughs> to discussing, you know it, the 30th anniversary of Sonic as announced literally a day after the fucking 35th anniversary <laughs> for Super Mario Brothers. Joining us to talk is about Sonic and Sonic only. Yes, it's Adam Knox and that is true. <laughs> it's me, Sonic's fourth friend. No, third friend. Tails, <laughs> Knuckles, and then me, Big the Cat. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I didn't realize that they they tried to one up him after that. Well, there's a bit. There's a report that I read. It was actually yesterday, so that's like a couple of days afterwards. But right. um, there's some advertisement they put out uh, in an industry magazine that says, and I quote. A year of celebration, new games, digital content, events, major announcements, and a tailored licensing program. So Sega still clearly completely oh. on the ball what? and hip. <laughs> Just, what? A, ta- uh, a, ta- a what? A tailored licensing program? Yeah. What? I don't know what that means. What the fuck? Is that what like that like if you want to start a themed restaurant, it's easier for you at the moment because <laughs> I, yeah. Or would it even be third-party games? I don't know. T-shirts? Classic Sega bullshit. (laughs) Maybe they're doing like what they did with Sonic Mania and like letting some indie guys have a go. But no, I prefer Nox's speculation that it's a... (laughs) Themed, re- we got to get Filthy Casuals presents TGI Sonics off the ground. Yeah. Next year is our year. <laughs> Making the waiters run yeah. everywhere, <laughs> spilling food all over the place, only serving chili dogs. <laughs> it's the peak of narcissism to have the name as a presents byline in the name yeah. of the restaurant. Yeah. It's like, yeah. no, everyone who goes here must know who is running this operation. Yeah. <laughs> Having the word filthy uh, in the name of a restaurant as well. It's like, uh, we understand it's. <laughs> Off putting, but we're we are we are not we're not going without it. Yeah, Fucking, I reckon yeah. now's the time as well to open a restaurant. <laughs> like if there was ever a point in you know global history to give it a crack. Well, but I mean it's it's the time to open a restaurant with an incredibly bad name and theme because <laughs> social distancing guidelines. You know, the fact that there's only allowed to be five people mm. in there won't really matter. It yes. won't matter that the business is yeah. bombing. It's like, yeah, we're full. Yeah. What about, like, <laughs> the waiter coming out? He's like, what's up? I'm your waiter, Knuckles. And then he starts punching your food. He's mashing your potatoes there at the uh-huh. table with yes. his fist. Oh, yeah. Yes. You're right, yeah. though, Tommy. It's Love like it. having, having like, a show in a car. It's like, well, it only seats four people, so I, I, th- it's, not, it's not a bad show. I didn't – I sold, exactly. I sold out. Yeah. We're at cap. Yeah. Um, but uh, yes, so they got in, uh, yeah, a few days after. It's it's weird that they would, um, yeah, still try and like roll that announcement out when, uh, yeah, so middle of the week. Uh, when was this? End of last week, I think. There was mm. a. Um, I want to say like Thursday at midnight or something, our time after yeah. we put the episode up, like four hours. I think after. you yeah. might be. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Because. Uh, I think a few people tweeted us that like it had happened. Yeah, that it had happened again. Like right after the <laughs> yeah. had gone up. Yeah, I'm amazed um, that I was able was to recall the time that something occurred. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah. that speaks well for how I'm doing. If you don't uh, know in the rest of the world, in, uh, by the way, I would like just to point out real quick: we're still doing these over the internet. Melbourne's in oh, fucked yeah, lockdown yeah, yeah. until like 
I, probably we won't be in real life until after at least the end of October, but probably mm. the end of November. Mm. So just yeah. to point yeah. that out, yeah. hey, the world, we're, we're doing our best for you here. Yep. Everyone. That's right. <clears throat> and uh, I, something that I would like to point out that's going to be happening in the future oh. is that um, I can feel a sneeze coming on. So sometime <laughs> within the next few oh. minutes, I am going to be sneezing <laughs> audibly. I'm going to do my best to keep it off mic. There's oh, no I think way it's that... gone, though. I think maybe it's gone. I think Being it's able gone. to tell that a sneeze is coming from a few minutes out is fucking nuts. That is that's, a level yeah, of... That's insane. Self-awareness about your body that's... Terrifying. It's a, it's a really good well, plan on- and well planned um, sort of rollout, though. It's like a very professional. Uh, I mean, oh I remember when you know Rockstar tweeted oh that God. Red Dead Redemption Two silhouette, and it was like, yeah, that was a while before the game came out, so we yeah. knew it was coming. And then eventually, they announced the game. There's a longer well there's a longer window between <laughs> the announcement and release of this sneeze, and there is between a bunch of Nintendo products at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we gotta we, we gotta pick which news story we're talking yeah, about first because it feels like we just we just almost got into a news story nah. within a news story. It's, this is Mix like the match. overture, the overture of a, a big yeah. classical you know piece. We just touch on everything at the start and then we'll deep dive into them <laughs> as the, the the show goes yep. on. Yep. Yep. Um, all right. Well, yeah. Let's go. Let, let's go chronologically. Also, wait. Hold on. No, I know that. I know that we okay, were about to get into more. it. But hold on. That got derailed because you said you were gonna sneeze. <laughs> Why are you getting mad at us? <laughs> yeah. One of the big news stories of the week. Tommy sneeze. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was trying to. In it, believe it or not, I was trying to be professional. I just wanted people to be able to brace themselves for what they were going to hear. I didn't want you to have to edit it out. I thought I'll bet it into the show. People will hear yep. it down the line. Yep. But now it looks like, um, no, I can still feel it up the back of the nostrils. It's com- I reckon it's okay. coming. It's coming. It's coming. Good evening, yeah. everybody, yeah. and welcome to the news. This week, hundreds dead and an I might sneeze later. Plane crash that killed. <laughs> You know how on radio they have the cough button? What that actually does, you press it and then it says, hey, Tom, I'm about to cough, so get ready for the cough. <laughs> That's what that is. Yeah, it plays a really loud alarm that says, yeah. cough incoming. <laughs> yep, yep. That's not a bad idea because what the cough button actually does, it's a bit of silence, mm. dead air. You mm. can't have that. you got to fill the gaps, you True. know, have an alarm, have a warning. Yep. Um, boy, a jam-packed week and, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, plenty of plenty of time for mucking around in the in the margins here. But, um, yeah, do we want to go, uh, yeah, chronologically with how these things kind of happened over the week? Is that the best way to uh, talk about these news stories? Yeah, well, that Mario stuff is like all of those games are going to be out by the time we've finished talking about this news story. They announced it so close mm. to when <laughs> right. those things are coming out that right. we've got to so, uh, get it in. They did mm. uh, one of their classic 2020 moves where they just um, there was no um, hype around the this direct or anything. It just dropped at completely out of the blue. I was watching a very intense uh, BBC drama series with my girlfriend. I got a message from friend of the show, horny dad, Andrew Levins, <laughs> alerting me to this video. And I had to tell my girlfriend that we had to pause this brilliant but brutal series that's about sexual assault so that I could watch 15 minutes of videos about a fat little CGI Italian plumber. <laughs> and I just sat there beaming going, oh, wow, that is magnificent <laughs> stuff. Anyway, let's chuck the drama back on now. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
But uh, but yeah, a lot of stuff that has been pretty heavily rumored for the last uh, like ba- basically the entire year. I think this was meant mm. to um, be put out at the start of the year, and uh, and and has just been delayed because of COVID and them trying to work out um, the lay of the land and what's going to happen. And certainly the uh, very quick time between announcement and release would speak to that. I think they kind of probably planned on this being a year long celebration of Mario's 35th anniversary and right. uh, as it as it actually happens it's more like a 3 month celebration of Mario's 35th year or at the very least so- uh, a Nintendo Direct thing at E3 kind of thing because there's all this Mario right, yeah, stuff right. there's the Zelda thing that we'll talk about later and then there's rumors going around of like an updated hardware revision of the Switch mm-hmm. and like other games that are now early probably hopefully 2021 but were intended right. for this year originally. So, yeah, definitely, as with everyone, COVID has fucked some stuff up. But, yeah, Mario's here. So what are the, what's the yep. stuff so that's, this- that's soonest? What have we got uh, coming out soon? What have I pre-ordered online? Super <laughs> Mario 3D World? Or is that yeah. one of the later ones? That's 2021. That's Feb. Right. Yeah. Well, the, so the first thing that's out is uh, on September the 18th, which is in just over a week from when people are hearing this, from when this goes up, mm-hmm. um, the long-rumoured... Uh, Super Mario 3D All-Stars Collection, it's Mario 64, it's Mario Sunshine and Mario Galaxy, all uh, in the one package. It is uh, not remasters. I think they're slightly mm. kind of up up-resed and got yeah. some very, very minor tweaks here and there, but they are more on the side of a port than a remaster. Um, and it is a it is coming out both physically and digitally. But both of those releases are timed until March 2021. Both the physical copy and Mm. (laughs) end of March, yeah. Yeah. And they are also deleting it off the (laughs) eShop at the end of March, which, I mean, just (laughs) makes no sense. Oh, Oh, it makes sense. It's It's just a real shame that that this appears to be the reason it lines up with like their financial quarter. It's, it's a real cynical reason. It's like, yeah, you can only buy it during this specific period, which they need to present to stockholders to be like, Hey, we've got some revenue. Like it's, it seems from the reporting I've seen like a, yeah, like a bald faced financial reason um, to encourage people. Yeah. To buy it while during that specific Uh, window. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, kind kind of kind of makes, but I was fucking Animal Crossing has been selling like a bastard yeah. this whole year. Like, yeah, yeah, I I can understand the COVID <laughs> and all the impact of that. That's they want to. That's last financial year though, isn't it? That that came out. It came Although out, but then it's been selling mostly during it's, right, right, right this financial year, and like it does. I, I don't know. I I can't imagine. Well, it must. It'll work because already the physical copies are like selling out of pre-orders mm. and are already mm. being like yeah. uh, scalped on on eBay and shit for for inflated prices so yeah. I ordered 17 copies and I'm going to pay my rent <laughs> <laughs> next month for that but like yeah. It, yeah it's so annoying even, but it, even as a cynical thing I do, I mean I I get that I get wanting to like yeah get it out in this um financial year but then yeah, not keeping it around to then mm. make more money off it for longer. Like, that almost seems like the more cynical 
You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's it'll it'll stop people from going. Oh, wait until it's on sale to buy it. Yeah. Which the fact right. that it's a Nintendo game should right. already stop you from waiting for anyway. But yes. like, <laughs> I've seen this is pure speculation, and I don't believe that I agree. People, I've seen people saying like they'll release them separately after the fact, and the the collection is limited uh, time, but they'll mm-hmm. release them each separately yeah. for a slightly higher price in the eShop or whatever. But I also don't see that happening necessarily because they have done limited runs of these all-star style kind of games. They, in that direct, yeah. said, it's because it's a celebration of Mario. We're throwing him a birthday party for the rest of the financial year. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I, it is a bit of a... The, the, sh- the shame of it is, like, like if, if, if the physical copy was limited and it came in a like a nice box with a book or something, I would be into that. But, yeah, I mean, the big shame of it is anyone who's a bit younger who gets a Switch in a year's time who's never played these games before and wants to, that then means that they're just going to be taken for a ride on eBay. So, it, you know, I can I can understand the reasons for wanting to do it, but unfortunately that just means that, yeah, there, there are some pretty negative side sure. effects to that and, down the line. Uh, man, for Nintendo being the company that... Um pursues people who are putting up ROMs and emulation stuff on the internet. For them being the company that pursues those people the hardest, they are also the company that gives people the biggest reasons to look into that Mm. shit. (laughs) Because they're (laughs) in the highest demand. These games, the the remasters of them on the Switch look fine. They've upped the resolution. They made uh, sunshine widescreen and that sort of shit. But they're also, they're below the standard of quality that very easily accessible PC versions of these games or, you know, emulated versions of these games are at. Right. So, and the, the the physical release being a collector's edition thing, it looks like a fucking DreamWorks, like, DVD three-pack, <laughs> right? Like, it, all of... The, yeah, that is, that is my biggest gripe about this. The box art is horrible. It mm. looks like a... It looks like a barley knockoff. It, it's <laughs> yeah, it's it's really it's really dodgy stuff. Was it which one? One of you guys said in our group chat, it, uh, you posted a um, picture of the uh, Hotel Transylvania uh, DVD triple yeah. pack, and it yeah, it looks like that. It looks like something that you'd pick up at the checkout at Coles. It's mm. it's mm. such a shame that they didn't make a cool like the original Mario All Stars box art is Mario in the tux, and he's you know doing a little. You know, it looks like a, a bit of a look back and a celebration, which is just a, you know, slight shame that for something that is a limited release, that it doesn't have that limited collector's edition physical, you know, feel that you that you want something like this to have if you can only get it for a limited time and if you're investing in it. Yeah, Mario Galaxy 2 not being in there as well is kind of a shame. Mm. Um, Strange, yeah. Because it's the same engine, I'm pretty sure, as Galaxy 1. So if you've ported that over, I... I'm not a games developer in any way, but I will speak for them when I say that that would be easy to do. <laughs> so I don't know. It just it's it's a little um, underwhelming for what it is, but it's still those are great games. And if you've never played them and happen to be able to get them in the bizarre window that they're available for, <laughs> they look like they'll be good. Yeah, versions I mean, of honestly, the best the best part of the announcement was just how soon they're coming out. That was great. That was genuinely like such a nice surprise mm. to, because yeah, when I was watching the, the reveal trailer, you know, you see the start of super Mario 64 and I really thought it was going to be a thing where it's that footage where he jumps out of the pipe and then we do like a screen wipe and we would see, you know, it's, it's remastered and then yeah. it's 10 seconds on and that still hasn't happened. I'm like, okay, they're just 
straight up. I don't know, it feels like we're going to be waiting for six months for this package. But, you know, the fact that it was then like, hey, it's out in two weeks. It's like, all right, I can yeah. cop that. I can cop that they're not full remasters because we get them real soon from the announce. Like, that's, and they are, that's cool. They're, like, they're remasters. But they're not remakes. Yeah. Right. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But, I, I'm um, excited for them. I never played, I think... Any of them, maybe like you were referencing before, Knox, I think I played maybe a ROM of Sunshine when we did our big Super Mario um, sort of premium episode. I think that's, was that a regular feed one? Maybe that first one of those? Um, I think the second one that would have been in, so. Yeah, right. That's a Bandcamp yeah. boy. Um, but yeah, I've never played Galaxy. I owned a Wii, but I never played it and um, wasn't uh, drawn to it at the time. Uh, I'm keen for this. I'm, I'm excited to play them. I would... I mean, Sunshine and Galaxy hold up visually from the trailer that I saw, but 64, which apparently, you know, is the, is the magic one that invented 3D platforming as it mm. stands, you know, mm. in a sense, does look fucking old. And that's a real shame. I would have loved right. a genuine remake or reskin, you know, Crash Bandicoot style of that. Um, sure. Which, yeah, as something to compare to, they, they do suffer, the Mario ones, in, in that sense. But... Yeah, I've the, I, that is the one I've pre-ordered and will be playing, and I'm excited for. I gen, genuinely am. I think 64 is still so clean and bright looking that it looks good to me still, but it definitely does look old. But it is mm. so. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. They're all very good games, and if you're in a position like Ben where you've not played them, they are. Mm. You know, they're 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 still good. And then the other thing was so like you, I think you brought it up before the 3D world. Yes re-release another Wii U game with like a little extra bit of content that they weirdly didn't go into very much, but something called Bowser's yeah. Fury. Bowser's yeah. Fury? Yeah. yeah. You assume it's they just They showed this weird levels. like little pre-rendered cinematic kind of trailer mm. of just basically an, an kind of an ominous looking environment that, yeah, it must just be more levels or a new, like a new world or something, yeah. but... Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. I don't know why they would cut together a little cinematic trailer and then not give any hint as to what that is. But but again, great game. Yeah. And if you've not played it, then um, it's it's worth playing now. I reckon this episode, there'll be a theme of like, great games are very fun, but if you've already played them to death, maybe there's not something there for you the second time around. <laughs> <laughs> so um, wait, yeah, Before yeah. we move off 3D World, the multiplayer yeah. stuff was a huge focus of that trailer. Is that new? Because I didn't play 3D no. World. I only played no. 3D Land. Right. I Initially, I thought that was the like special change Bowser thing of like, oh, is this some sort of extra multiplayer thing where you're... No, no, no. Okay, that's, no. that's just I from think the game. That multiplayer now having an online option, I believe, is new. I think it mm, was only new. on the console yeah. and the Wii U, so that's cool. But yeah, that's mm. a fucking awesome game. Yeah. All of the Mario games are very, very good. Every yes. single one of them. So, 3D yeah. World, yeah, 3D World fucking rules. I'm really looking mm. forward to going uh, back in on that. Um, and also there was some stuff that came out after they announced it where they have tweaked it a little bit. They've they've sped it up. Um, I think maybe going back to it they found, may, maybe in comparison to Odyssey, that the, the speed at which the characters move through the levels maybe felt a bit sluggish to them. That could make sense. So they sense. have actually tweaked that, the performance of it a bit, which is cool. Yeah. Mm. Well, it was a sequel to 3D Land on the 3DS as well, and it makes sense that the like the sort of speed that you'd tune a 3DS game for with the weird stick that it had and it being mm. handheld and all of that, uh, it makes sense mm. that that translated over to the Wii U was what it was, and then now you go like, oh, wait, hold on. 
let's have another mm-hmm. crack at this. So that's kind of mm-hmm. cool as well. Yep. Then, for for my money, the more interesting and weird stuff out of this press conference, there was the um, little game of yep. watch that's just like a fun little collectory mm-hmm. toy thing that has runs Mario One, which looks cool. Mm. Um, yeah, and then Mario Thirty Five. I think is all it's called. Yeah. It's basically yep. Tetris 99, but with Super Mario Brothers 1. And if you like mm. jump on a Goomba, it'll fly into a another player's screen and they'll have to deal with it now. So that kind of competitive multiplayer, many players type of thing. Not only are there multiplayers, there's many of those <laughs> oh, multiplayers. Wow. Is that a new <laughs> thing for Mario 35? I d- many, many players. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. So <laughs> that looks really cool and fun and I enjoyed playing Tetris 99 and it was a silly weird thing and a fun reason to have the Nintendo Switch online. Fucking that game as well is also yeah. only going to be playable <laughs> from the 1st of October to the 31st of March. Yeah. Yep. That's yep. so weird. <laughs> yeah. I do not I do not get it. It must be free, right? Is it, it is. Did they say? Well, it's a it, bonus okay, right. for subscribing to the Switch Online thing. Ah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. Same as Tetris right, 99 right, right. was initially, but I think you can just buy that now. Yeah, I think you have. Right. Yeah. yeah, very, very weird stuff. It looks really yeah. cool. I don't, yeah, I don't get the limited release of it. I mean, I, you know, I, I if this was the only timed thing, I, I like... The justification of this just as a celebration within that window, I kind of understand more than the package of 3D All-Stars. Mm. Like, I, I, I'm not not to say that I'm fully on board with it, but I understand it more. I understand that justification more than I understand the I can understand of how an actual full-price product. Sure. I can understand how someone would make the mistake of thinking that was a good idea. <laughs> mm. But just mm. the right. concept right. of we're going to put this game out for five months. Like <laughs> yeah. October, November, yeah. December. Je- six months is yeah. fucking against everything that I hold dear. <laughs> <laughs> Again, as like a, an incentive to get Nintendo online, it's like, why stop Why stop that after yeah. a certain amount of time? Like, I don't have well, Nintendo online. I am considering getting it to play that. But I'll only get it for like a couple of months, I guess. Like, it's it's very strange. Do you know what I've just realized as well saying this is the way that they put it in that thing was that it'll be playable from October 1st to March 31st. Mm. I wonder if their intention after that is to put it out as a purchasable game. rather. And so what yeah. they're trying to say, maybe they don't fucking know as well. Maybe they've got mm. some ideas of like, let's see how this goes for six months. And if people aren't into the limited release window game thing, we'll not do it again. Yeah, I mean, this and the, yeah, the 3D All-Stars package and then, yeah, there are more and more rumours circulating about a, a new Switch Pro uh, at the start of next year. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Maybe March is some kind of like line in the sand where all that really means is, yeah, there's more virtual console stuff coming out and all those games will be available separately on that. They're mm. relaunching online and so Mario 35 will just be its own purchasable thing. That's probably giving them too much credit, but like, yeah, yeah, who knows? Because it's all so bizarre that, yeah, it's 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 very hard to work out what the logic is, if indeed there is any. Well, that's the <laughs> other thing is that it could just be them going like, well, it's I don't know, we're the fun weird guys, 
Mm. Like they they do yep. they they do make decisions like that a bunch. But and yeah. look, realistically, a every game is only available for a limited time. It's just generally it's several years. Mm. But you know, right. you can't go out and buy a fucking Atari twenty six hundred game right now easily. Well, you can't yeah. go out and do fucking yeah. anything right now easily. But you understand what I mean. Mm. And then B, realistically, I'm not going to play this game after October 9th. So it doesn't really <laughs> yes. matter. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly yeah. the same way. I, from a purely selfish and practical level, yeah, six months <laughs> is just absolutely, even if I get hooked on it, that's absolutely yeah. Yeah. my window to be into yeah. it. And, and of course, yeah, that leaves out the person who comes to it late, gets a switch in, you know, eight months' time or whatever it is. But on a on a on just a pure personal level i can't say that it's really gonna affect me in any way it's i know not like if six months after the fact i couldn't play breath of the wild anymore or something like that you know i mm. could guarantee you with 100 percent certainty that on march 24th 2021 i will see an article <laughs> that says super mario 35 goes down in one week play it while you can and i'll go ah that's so stupid and then i won't <laughs> load it up Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it it is just such uh, a weird thing. Yeah. Speaking mm, of weird things, something that uh, was announced that is uh, that is around for as long as you want it until Um, you step on it. Mario Kart. (laughs) (laughs) Mario Kart Live Home Circuit, which is a toy. Mario Kart. It looks to be about mm-hmm. the size of a shoe, roughly, more or less. Yeah, or and, a remote uh, control car. It, has... it could be a, a good comparison, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. For the yeah, hey, there are some big ass remote control cars out there. That's um, true. It's a yeah. it's a little car that has a camera on the back of it, and uh, you drive it around. It shows you what's in front of it on your screen. So yeah, your living room floor becomes the track and then it has kind of AR elements where it's putting up um, items and stuff and it it comes with a bunch of little gates that you put down and have to drive it through. So you're making the course Mm. uh, inside your own house. This looks really fucking cool. This is such a neat idea. It's it's what I love. It's Nintendo with their – it's what I really love about Nintendo when they go outside the box and they – really shoot for something weird and different and unique. I just think this looks so fucking cool. Yeah, I agree. It's such a silly idea that seems to be executed (laughs) in a fun way that probably I think just from initial impressions will have limited uh, appeal over time. You know, I can't, even though you can technically make 100,000 fucking tracks and whatever. I had a remote control car when I was a kid and I reckon that was a Christmas person my parents regretted after a while because they were like, well, (laughs) we didn't fucking touch this much at all. So, Right. uh, I think it's more of a... uh, I think it's more of a toy than a, a video game. Mm, like it, it's Yeah, it's a neat it's a neat thing to be able to... Like when it was kind of the start of the trailer... I was kind of a bit bummed because I thought it was the new Mario Kart and I was like, uh, I don't know. I'd rather this just be, you know, some some tracks that they've designed but as just like a side neat little cool toy thing. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to not really being able to use it in my apartment <laughs> but I've pre-ordered one all the same. Yeah, why? So, I'm yeah. very surprised. Well, I guess I'm less surprised than I should be that both of you guys have pre-ordered this. Because like yeah. my 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 
my view on this is like the opposite to the other stuff. Like we're talking about how selfishly or from our own perspectives, this timed stuff is not really an issue because we just play it now. This is something where I love it. I think it's a fantastic idea. This is the kind of thing that gives Nintendo the leeway that they have because it is so creative and fun and just has that like joie de vivre of like, yeah, fuck it. This is a really like pure joy, fun idea thing. And I'm not going to buy this and I have no kids and I have no one to buy it for. And this is not getting a purchase out of me. And yet, yeah, I'm fucking, I'm all for it. I love that this shit is happening. Similar to Labo where it's like, I've got a box of it sitting up in my cupboard that I didn't make. But in retrospect, I am happy that they tried that, you know? Why not? Yeah. This is definitely like a spiritual Labo successor type of thing. Mm. I mean, even the little Mm. fucking uh, gate bridge things are made out of cardboard. In the same way. Well, I mean, this is the beauty of, uh, you know, doing this podcast is that I can chuck down the money for a pre-order telling myself that I have to get this for the podcast. (laughs) Completely kidding myself out of the fact that I would definitely be buying it one way or the other whether or not I did this show. Yeah. (laughs) I get to claim, no, I'm buying this child's toy because it's, uh, you know, the consumers (laughs) depend on me to spend an afternoon using this and then talk about it on the show. I'm reviewing these diapers for the podcast. This isn't anything to do. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, all kind of cool stuff, but all, all a little bit like, oh, there's not like a what you'd call a main Mario thing happening there, mm. really. Mm. Yeah, I really, I saw the length of the video and thought, oh, we're going to get, you know, big Odyssey DLC or um, sequel or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And then the back end of the director was just a musical <laughs> yeah. medley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, here's the history of Mario <laughs> games, except we'll skip like seven. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, the other Nintendo thing as well that I guess was yesterday, um, Mm. was in a similar vein to this Mario stuff, they put out a video of like, Hey, look, Breath of the Wild 2 is still a while away. We're working on that. They mentioned that in the video. Mm. I'm pretty sure. But then announced out of kind of nowhere. Someone didn't push the cough button. (laughs) You told me not cough. I'm going to cough in half an hour. (laughs) (laughs) He coughed again. He coughed again. <laughs> the, um, the it is actually something that I should warn people about these days. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> what what's the title of it? Hyrule Warriors, mm. some Age of Champions. Hyrule Warriors, something like that. Uh, calamity, calamity champions. Age of calamity, calamity champions. Uh, Hy- Age of calamity. That's yeah. fucking Age great. Of oh yeah, yeah. So it, it's a sequel to Hyrule Warriors. The first one made by uh, Koei Tecmo do all like the Dynasty Warriors games and shit. But this mm. one, in a really interesting way, it's a proper prequel to Breath of the Wild where you play through the big war that takes place 100 years before that game starts. Mm. And I fucking think it's a great idea and I am super it, excited to yeah. play it. Yeah. It really looks sick. I played a bit of Hyrule Warriors. I didn't really stick with it because it felt a little... It's pretty fun, but, you know, the kind of, like, mishmash nature of it having all these different... Kind of felt like a Zelda fan game, totally. almost. Like the time-traveling like kind of, like, different dimensions yeah. jumping between each other. It's I'm the same way where it's hard for me to ever get invested in those stories because they seem like such mm. a... Oh, well, this isn't... And it seems ridiculous to be like, this isn't real. But that's the <laughs> feeling they... You know what I mean? No, you... 
Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Like the fact that this is set in a, a world of a game that I loved in an, with it, like in an art style that I love, like it very directly mm. links in in all these really cool ways. You can play it as the champions, in? which what is does it do in? <laughs> Come on, Tommy. It uh, it uh, mm. it Ganon's in. Yeah. But mate, you've yeah, done it again. Be yeah. careful what yeah. you say yeah. here. Yeah. You're yeah. almost yeah. making yeah. it sound. Like- <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, being able to play as the champions is g- going to be great. Um, mm. That's something I thought was going to be included in the DLC of Breath of the Wild and, and never was. And, yeah, and then it just being this completely different format, it's kind of it, – it feels a lot like the um, uh, Persona uh, Scramble game that's out mm. in Japan yeah. that hasn't uh, received a Western date yet in that I thought that was kind of similar thing to – uh, the first Hyrule Warriors just kind of persona fanfic, but then I looked into it a bit more and it's not. It's like basically a full sequel. It's 50 hours long. It's got all the same life sim stuff from Persona 5, but it just has this crazy horde mode combat. And it like I kind of love this. I kind of love multiple developers now mm. having having the want to do a prequel or a sequel and having to lean so heavily on this Dynasty Warriors engine as if it is the most unique game design going around. It's like, we couldn't possibly conceive of real-time yeah. combat ourselves. <laughs> we need to bring in Koei Tecmo to finish this off for us. Listen, it's I'm out of ideas. So I've thought of an idea of a game where you beat up five enemies, but I've comp- <laughs> that's where I've had to stop. If only we could get this idea to go further. Um, I as much as that story in Breath of the Wild wasn't amazing, obviously it was the best attempt that they have had at one out of all of those Zelda games, and I'm kind of into the idea that they are going to expand those characters that weren't bad as well. Mm. Yeah, and mm. this looks like it's got a lot more story going on in it than Breath of the Wild did. It looks it looks like it's very linear and very heavily story focused. Yeah, there's um, not too much gameplay of it there or anything, and they, you know, it was not heaps of the game shown for a six-minute-long thing. They just sort of talked about, like, yeah, here's what it'll be, and this is when it'll come out. And the when it'll come out is the fucking 20th of November as well. So mm, that is another soon. one that is, yeah. I mean, that seems like forever away from now, to be honest, but it's not really two months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Crazy yeah, I'm just to watching- announce something. Huh? I'm just watching some of the trailer now. I hadn't seen... I think I'd only watched the first four minutes, which mostly was cutscenes, I think. But, fuck, this looks it's great. It's just the producer talking about it. <laughs> and they no, show, it's, like, it's, bits, yeah. oh, bits yeah, of the true. old games and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it looks great. I don't think I've ever played one of these Dynasty Warriors games, but, I mean, that's the the reason that it feels like fanfic, right, is they, they do license a bunch of other properties as well. They did, what, mm. Fire Emblem? They do, Fire yeah, they do a bunch... Uh, they've done yeah, like they've done Gundam it. ones and shit. There's all sorts of things right. there. They're all over. But yeah, it looks cool. And yeah. it's um, it's strange the way Nintendo, yeah, has just kind of put up a trailer and said like, yeah, we're releasing this in 20 minutes. Bye. Mm. Mm. At some point, yeah. they'll just be like, <laughs> right. hey, guess what? A week ago, this game came out. We forgot to tell you, but here's a fucking trailer now. See you all later, everybody. Yeah, you're right. What they what they should be doing yes. to announce these things yes. is wait, wait for it to leak. Wait for all yes. of the details to leak. And then for their response to that to be posting a meme. <laughs> now, I think we can all agree that's the ideal rollout. So yeah. here, 
Do you want to hear a conspiracy theory? I bet you guys aren't sick of hearing about conspiracy theories at the moment. <laughs> I've, I've got conspiracy theory muted on all forms of social media. So, uh... Have you really? <laughs> I no, I have not, but that's true. actually a great idea. Yeah, that, uh, That's um, such a good idea. <laughs> tell us the conspiracy mm. theory. I reckon that either this is how they intended to do it or someone inside of their marketing team did this. The, the, the leaks wow. are the actual files that they posted on YouTube and shit. Like they were specific, very accurate and mm. like they contained the full on marketing materials in all of these leaks that came out. Which, by the way, we're talking about the Xbox Series S and yep. a, some details about that. We'll, we'll get into that in a minute. But like I reckon that this was their intention because it's a lot more exciting to talk about it like this than for them to go like, hey, here's the new Xbox trailer. If you think you've snuck a look, you know what I mean? Looking through somebody's window and watching them get undressed is a lot more exciting (laughs) than if they know you're there. That's what I'm trying to get across that I believe. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. Right, right. Yeah, you're right. It is strange that that, that the full, um, just the actual full ready-to-be-uploaded Video is what was leaked. It wasn't. It was like images. Here's a blurry back of a box. It was Mm. the full video. It was some images initially, but one person had the video too and like posted a snippet of it. And then at some point, it it was like, okay, well, there's no point holding back. Exactly. Yeah, they said they said that exact phrase. I think. But we also have had the the back of the box leaks. We've been having controller things, packaging, multiple packaging leaks over the past three weeks. I think so. They've had they've had it all basically. Yeah. It's been the the product right. rollout that's had something from it for everyone in terms of fucking leaks. But yeah, I don't know. I I think it's been done in a way that looks too amateurish, or has like and has provoked too negative a response for it to be on purpose. And if it is on purpose, I think they've done a bad job with it. I reckon not on purpose, probably the likely thing is not on purpose across the whole company, but I reckon there would have been infighting inside of there as to Mm. when they should have announced all this stuff. And I reckon a lot of them would have said, fucking ages ago. It's September. (laughs) What is going on? It it would make sense for a successful company to have some people in there who are sane. That would, there is logic in that. Yes. And I don't know, whoever's at the top deciding to have this pissing competition with Sony, who by the time Mm. this episode is out, might have announced the PS5 date and everything as well. Because Microsoft still didn't announce the date. But in all of those leaks that came out where all of the rest of the information was accurate, they said November 10th. And I'm mm. inclined to believe that that will be the thing. Yeah. Anyway, what, whatever so- happened, it got leaked in, in, in effect and then confirmed by Microsoft that the, there is an Xbox Series S, mm-hmm. which is a slightly less capable version of the next generation of Xbox, and it will be $299 US estimated retail price. At launch. No disc, it's no disc drive. Point. Yeah, so there's no. Uh, but I've never. I don't know if I've heard the term estimated retail price before. But you'd assume mm. that it will actually be two ninety nine US. Uh, yeah, mm. there's no disc drive. It's all digital. It's a lot smaller than the um, One X. It's sort of mm. like a thin rectangular block, like the One X, but kind of smaller than that even. Yeah. Um, the size of a remote control car. Uh, yeah, kind of like shoe size. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, what size shoe though? That's where the issues come up for me. What size shoe? Uh, okay. Well, yeah. you can pick. Okay. That's the beauty of Microsoft is if you mm. want to have a small foot, you can. But if you want a big, huge fucking foot, they yeah. absolutely have one of those for you too. Sony has an even. How much are they though, Adam? <laughs> so don't know yet. That's that's one of the things <laughs> right. that they weren't <laughs> able to get out of these leagues. But yeah. uh, it does. So the the main difference between it, the One S and the One X, is resolution. It's basically as capable in in practice. It seems like what they want is for both of them to be able to run exactly the same games at different resolutions with the same right. settings. If that makes sense. Which so, I, I, Series S is fourteen forty p. Is that right? And X Series X is four k. Yes, that that is yeah. like what they say, but I think in practice you'll see a lot of 1080p and so on on the Series S. I'm struggling right. to say series, and so is everyone. It's because Xbox- they're stupid. Yeah. <laughs> they're so stupid. They're terrible, <laughs> terrible names. Yeah. Yeah. Xbox One S and One X started trending when they announced all this stuff, so like they've got a <laughs> fucking problem. But yeah, um, <laughs> yeah there, there's been worry or that. Um, having two strains of next generation consoles will limit what developers are willing to do in terms of graphics and stuff like that because they'll have to target the series s because Mm. a lot of people well maybe not a lot of people but people will have them but it looks like the idea is that the only practical difference will be the resolution there which will be cool it's got all the ray Mm. tracing shit it says um there's a 512 gigabyte ssd in it which Mm bizarrely seems way too small yeah 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 Yeah. if If you you don't have a disc option at all then yeah it's got to have a lot of space on it Mm. because yeah it being all uh, people have data caps all over the place these days Mm. and um if you had call of duty modern warfare and destiny in its current incarnation destiny 2 you'd have had that thing pretty much full by then yeah Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And having like yeah, a USB three um, external hard drive is not the same as having an SSD. Like the no. I mean, we've talked a, a bit before about how like that um, loading time thing is like you know loading time is a, is an issue of the past with the next gen, but not if all your games are on a Western digital <laughs> external hard drive. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, I guess you could swap them between two hard drives, like the internal one and whatever, but it's not, mm. that would take time as well. It'd be really fucking annoying. Mm. But yeah, I guess Game Pass is their big thing. Having an all-digital console makes a lot of sense if you've got a subscription yeah. to Game Pass as well. And so then there were little details coming out about... So some people were saying $4.99 for the, one, for the Series X mm-hmm. and that you'll be able to do... In the US, they did that like... Um, like a phone plan where you get your Xbox for X dollars a month and it includes Game Pass and everything. Yep. And so I think it's yep. something along the lines of, I should have looked this up, but at roughly 20 a month to have the Series S and it's for like two or three years and 35 a month for the Series X. Something like that. Right. So yeah, and that that all sounds about what people were expecting. Four ninety nine makes sense for the Series X. Mm-hmm. Uh, somewhere around, I'm willing to bet five ninety nine for the PS5 with the disc. I mm-hmm. reckon is going to be what happens because yep. people are saying yep. like, "Yep, the PS3 came out at I think that I think at five ninety nine and was 
made fun of for it back in the day, but that number means something different now. Inflation has happened yes. in the last 15 years. $600 mm. isn't the $600 of the past. At the same time, releasing something now and <laughs> having it be expensive when it's a luxury item, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's weird. Yeah. I think it feels like... PlayStation surely or Sony are just being like, yeah, we've produced the the amount that we think will sell. It probably is going to sell out, right? Like that pre-order thing makes it seem like it'll be a ballot system and mm. not everyone who wants one will get one. So it's not going to fuck up their overheads too much. And on the Microsoft side, it's like these are iPhones now. You get a plan. You have it for a couple of years. You've yeah. maybe not even paid it off by the end of that plan and you take it in, you trade it in and you get the next one. Like you just will always own an Xbox product of some description if you jump into that ecosystem, which, I, I mean, both of those seem reasonable. They both seem like they're not going to lose them money. I mean, that's kind of the PC model, right? Like those 30-whatever mm. cards coming out, the NVIDIA ones, which I am really worryingly looking at with big fucking puppy <laughs> dog eyes, even after I bought one in fucking March. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, I'm so annoyed at myself for that. But, um... <laughs> like the 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 way they're making the series S and X does seem to be like do you remember people were talking about steam boxes years mm -hmm. ago and they were mm -hmm. like we'll make these little easy to build PCs that you sit in front of the TV and it just plays games that's what these Xboxes are pretty much yeah they're exactly yeah. the same games come out for them as come out for PC so you're buying yourself a cheap TV PC which is not that bad totally yeah yeah, I mean, I've only owned an Xbox for, I don't know, what is it, a year, year and a half or something, but I like their interface. I like, you know, it's a good product for playing media. You know, if there's a file that won't play on my TV, yeah. I always chuck it on the Xbox and it literally always works. Like, I've never had an issue there. It's a great home mm. media box and kind of like with everything else in the world, a streaming box and it'll stream Netflix and Spotify and games. Yeah. Yeah. So I think aesthetically the S looks cool too. The design okay, yeah. of it is great. We haven't talked about yeah. that yet. It, yeah, it looks yeah. cool. It's got the little dot on it. It looks like a kind of looks like a like one side of a turntable, like or yeah. or like a little mini boomboxy kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah. it's it's cool. It's not trying too hard to look flashy or futuristic. Which I like the PS5 design, but I think that's what uh, turned a lot of people mm. off about it. It was kind of shooting for a big space agey kind of look that it uh, you know arguably didn't pull off but you know the the design of this is just like yeah it's just simple yeah. it works yeah it's clean and it's nice to finally like i kind of I, I wish we were able to do this at some point after we knew about the ps5 but who knows when they're even going to fucking do that but it's great mm. to mm. in september coming up on mid-september have some fucking idea of when these things and are coming out <laughs> and what they're going to cost yep. <laughs> it's just a real relief God to see all this damn. stuff yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Next, I want to see what the sort of trade-in stuff will be like and get real big confirmation on the PS5's backwards compatibility and all that sort of thing. Yeah. So, exciting yeah. times. Because I want to be able to play old games, you see. And there's not really okay. an easy way to play selections of old games in this, the modern era. <laughs> if only there was some way I mean, for me to relive my teenage years and play the games I that I used that to love. Up even to the smallest amount of scrutiny, but... <laughs> <laughs> What if I could go back to being a 12-year-old who's just learned about Scar with the games I used to enjoy? Oh, well, mm -hmm. no way to do that. See you next week, everybody. 
as we say at the end of every episode of Filthy Casuals, there's not enough remasters in the world. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater Uh, 1 and 2 released Friday our time, right, I believe. Yep. I started playing it at 12.01. I was very excited. I stayed up to play it. Um, I've been playing this almost nonstop since it was uh, released onto my PlayStation 4. I'm loving it. What do you guys think of it? I've been playing a heap of it too. I also love it, even though, surprise, surprise, I am not very good at it, <laughs> but can feel myself. Yeah, I talked about this last week, but I don't so – a lot of people in the Patreon group for the pod have been talking about how um, they found the just the muscle memory immediately mm. kind of um, uh, clicking back in with the, uh, the inputs for the tricks and everything. I, I I never quite had that attachment to these original games back in the day, so I'm yeah I'm kind of starting fresh, and it it is it's great. Like you do feel yourself getting incrementally better and better, and bailing less and less, and it's it's really 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 satisfying to all of a sudden without realizing it catch yourself going oh I just had a really great run. Like mm. I you know I, I am pulling off stuff that I just didn't didn't have the skill to an hour ago. Yeah. Um I'm I'm loving it. It's up there with like a, a Resident Evil 2 as like a, a gold standard um remaster, I reckon. Mm. It it feels great, it looks great. Yeah, it's well, and it's this, so much fun. This is the the proper the remake remake. This is ground up. Mm. They started with zero code and they put new stuff into a computer. Again, not a game yeah. developer, yeah. but this <laughs> this is, is just about as perfectly as you could do it. Beanox, B- right? Did this remaster? A. What else have they done? Anox, it's A. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> oh lord! So they uh, did the Crash Bandicoot stuff, yeah? Uh, or they did Crash Team Racing no. uh, twenty from the twenty nineteen? Um, right. They've done some Call of Duty stuff. Oh, they did COD and COD 2, or COD Modern Warfare and Modern Warfare 2 remasters, I believe. I think they, yeah, they've done a bunch of remasters. I think that's the case. I actually, I'm not sure because yeah. I, I, I had the wrong thing in my head. Vicarious Visions, isn't it? They, yeah. yes. Vicarious what? Visions. Yeah. Vic- uh, Vicarious did the Crash Bandicoot trilogy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Here we go. I'll give you the proper, here we go. I'm on Wikipedia. Here it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Crash Bandicoot, Destiny Port. They're they're the port people. They used to do the Skylanders yeah. games. Anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a great remake um, that yeah. feels so, so much like the first two games. That within a few hours of playing, I was like, "Fuck, I've done this 170 times already." Back in yeah. the day, so I guess yeah. I'm checking it out for a bit. But I can't fault most of what they've done with the game here. If you want to play Tony Hawk again, this is a fucking sick ass way to do it. I mean, I think for me, Tony yeah. Hawk is like Tetris, where it's getting in a rhythm and just playing over and over and over again. Like te- it's actually very comparable to Tetris because for me as well, it's like a it's a high score game. Like I really get a lot yeah. of satisfaction in getting in a rhythm and getting in a flow and smashing those high scores. And yeah, I am I do have the muscle memory. I, I did still have to sort of come back to grips with it and had a little bit of that sensation of progression of skill, which really does make you feel like you're getting very good at the game. 
Yeah. Um, they're sort of like, yeah, it's I, almost I, more like a fighting game than, than any other genre where it's all these kind of button inputs and about timing and mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. planning out what you're going to do. Yeah, totally. Where, yeah. It's a very, very satisfying loop to be in. And they've brought some mm. stuff in from the future games that, that or that, you know, would be uh, introduced in future games. They've plonked into one and two here. So you can do reverts and spine transfers and he kind of jumps off of the wall and that sort of thing. Mm. Um, yep. So it is... Uh, definitely a, a full-on remake in the way that it improves. Upon, it's not just running the game underneath in the way that those Crash Bandicoot ones did. Right. It's literally the same game. It's a reimagined version of Tony Hawk in a lot of ways. Yeah. That, and you that get, improve it for sure. Yes. Yeah, for sure. There's one and two separate sort of... It is essentially, I think, like we speculated last week, like there's a, you click into one and there's just the list of tracks or yeah. you know mm. uh, stages courses. you click in the other one there's the other courses i actually haven't I even think. gone into that third option it's stages? like a free stages yeah stages. <laughs> you're right you're right stages yeah. i think they call them parks no course no i think it is courses i think you were right we're all right. Um, what's the third <laughs> option in the game it's like freestyle or something so i actually i haven't free, even opened it is it I, yeah, me either. I think it's free. Sky. I assume it's just like the parks that you've unlocked. And there's park creators and stuff as well. You can you yeah, can yeah. Yeah. create yep. parks and put them online and download other people's and uh, do multiplayer horse games and all that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. The, the one mm-hmm. aspect of this remake that I'm not super into is some of the presentation elements, especially with the menus. I don't really like right. the thing of the little challenges popping up and you hitting triangle all the time to get the uh, points and yeah. experience for them. The way they've kind of crammed yeah, all of the... Yeah, that is weird. You have to, hmm? yeah, you have to go in and cash them in. Mm. Seems kind of weird instead of you just automatically right. getting the yeah. and points or whatever for doing it is strange. That's sort of the menu that it drives you to when you go over to like allocate points to your skater and stuff like that. There's a lot of the thing i don't really like in menus of like go l1 to get through to the big menu and then l2 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 to get through to the little sub menu that you want it's a minor thing but i i find it a little bit annoying but in other ways they've put in good things where like you can press r3 to just skip a song that comes up if you don't want it yep as in yeah yeah. it's one of the newer songs and you just want to listen to that bass (laughs) hello can you go song again and again Uh, yeah, yeah, for, you're for, right. Some of the menu stuff is a little unintuitive. Like it took me ages to realize how and that you could change your skater. It's right. It's, yes, like I just missed that. It's like on the main menu. Yes, next to the name of Tony Hawk, there's a triangle button. I push that, and then it's like that makes the skater select come up. It's like why didn't this come up at the beginning? Why is not there isn't a thing at the top? The, yeah, why absolutely. Isn't it in the, why isn't it in the menu? Like yes. it's kind of yeah. I was like, how do you do? You just do I just need to play through the whole game as him, and then I can play as other people? Like, Honestly, that yeah. entire thing of like having different skaters with different attributes is not presented at all, right? Like I didn't miss something there. The, the, it, there's no thing indicating like this guy is good at vert. This guy is good at street. Like I don't think the game t- is introducing to you to that concept at all if you've never played it before. That's an uh, interesting point. I don't know if I paid attention. When you scroll through them. It right. Does I have think, stats. Like, there are stats, but, but in terms yeah. of, yeah, like being like Tony Hawk is good on the half pipe. Like I don't feel like that's said at any point. That definitely was no, in the originals really. more prominently, at least, where I remember mm. it was like, Tony Hawk is a vert man. 
You yes. cannot change him. <laughs> and yes. other people were street. Rodney Mullen will only do things on street. <laughs> he will refuse to work in the air. Yeah. Um, so th- that, and I, I agree, the menus are old-fashioned, I guess, is, is a way to put it. I think there's a, less customization than I would have hoped as well for a contemporary game. Like, I know this is not FIFA, or this is not Madden or, or NBA 2K, but the fact that you only choose from, like, four different faces and there's, like... Sure. I mean, you, you can unlock a bunch of decks, but not as many as I was hoping for. Like, maybe it's because I only like about five of them. But that's a taste thing, I guess. But yeah, it feels like that maybe is is where they've missed a trick. Maybe this is DLC or, or something uh, yeah. down the track. I reckon yeah. if you're willing to whip your wallet out in the future, I reckon you'll have options for that stuff. That would be my which um, yeah. That's I I, I, I think I said it in the group. Like I would drop ten bucks for a significant you know um, um, cosmetics pack. Um, because I do love this game and I love being able to play it right now in, in like great high resolution. It cannot be overstated how perfect the controls are compared to mm. what they used to be. Yep. Um, fuck, it just is, it feels fantastic to play still. It the, is good. Uh, it's the new noticeable. Visual touch. Sorry. There you go. My thing was going to be less interesting because I want to talk about the visuals. So you, what you said, Tommy, was new little visual touch, and I want you to pick up the thought from there. <laughs> oh, I like the, uh, mm. I like the, I like the new thing of. I assume this is new. I don't remember this from the old one when you mm. bail. Tony Hawk the, like, is in this one. Effect. <laughs> 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 These skating boards that your character is on. Um, A warehouse. <laughs> <of> just Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I vividly remember the first one entirely taking place on rollerblades. <laughs> and then what they've done here that's actually genius is that the wheels aren't on shoes. They're on a little plank. Mm. Now, oh, when do these BMXs the become triple X? That's what I want to know about. <laughs> Um, the little visual touch where when you bail, it, it has the little kind of glitchy oh, tape rewinding yes. thing as it resets you is like a very small thing. But I, I like the little, that kind of visual justification of just immediately resetting you instead of it just being a, like yeah. a cut. And a well, he used to just get up real quick and I liked that more mm. to be honest. They used to just like oh, fall okay. over, knock right. their faces, bleed everywhere. And then if you were like mashing the buttons as well, they'd go like, and just stand up yeah, really quickly. But it yeah. was animated. I, I personally don't like right. that little effect for some reason. I, the one I thing don't like the fact. I don't like the fact that Sorry. the music goes real like because I'm, right, like, right, I'm listening right. to the song. I, yeah. I, I'm kind yeah, of okay. ambivalent on the the visual style of it. Um, it does make sense that it's like you're watching a skate compilation video. Like that is such the influence on the visual aesthetic of this game, right? And it's like right. yeah, you're just rewinding. You know, it used to be a VHS. You just rewind it and start it again. I think that's cool conceptually but yeah I, I don't know i'm not i'm not a huge fan of how the music that i like is all of a sudden almost muted and an effect of yeah, having right. the visuals be so improved as well they do look good mm. and it runs very smoothly an effect of the improved visuals is that it's sort of less clear what in the park is what because the the, mm. the visuals of one and two and the playstation was so rudimentary, kind of like Mario 64. You're like, well, that's a fucking Goomba. I can see him. There's no fucking mm-hmm. focus effect. There's no, uh, you know, 
blur. I can't think of any modern. There's no DLSS or whatever. There's and in like the school level when you're meant to wall ride the bells, for example. Yes, they've had to put little lights above them to try and point them out, but they are a lot less clear than they were at one point. You know, so the lighting and the and the stuff looks nice, but it is almost weirdly distracting from the level design, in in a way. That's yeah, a, I, a nitpick, I reckon, but it's it's there. It's I think it's yeah. It's I don't know if it's like it. it you you can hold it against the game because you're right. It's like it's because it looks better. But right. yeah, I I I used to I would have you know maybe hundred percent of these games back in the day. I had to look up a guide with screenshots for yeah the stuff you have to seek out the the bells, um, even some of the. Uh, skate letters in some of the the courses i was like i can't fucking see these and they're glowing floating things in the air but um Mm. yeah it's almost like well there's an element i think maybe of me forgiving these those because like in games of that era you did have to get over these small sort of issues right that were like maybe limitations of the, the the what you could develop at the time um, it's yeah, yeah, like like a fighting game. It's like oh, okay, the the stage is a little busy, but you know at least it looks cool. But yeah, yeah. I, I definitely yeah, yeah. <laughs> did encounter that as well. It's funny too, like the visual, like I was saying, the um, the like the little animation for when you reset, like the tape rewinding. It is mm. weird that like there's there's a little thing in there conceptually to justify that, and yet in the mall level, for example, one where you're not so much in a in an enclosed area you're kind of going down a track mm-hmm. you when you reach the end of the the mall <laughs> yeah. it does just cut and reset yeah. you to the to the start it's like okay it's like it's kind of weird to have this like glitchy visual thing for when you bow sort of like justifying why you can reset so quickly mm. but then to just to just have not worried about it for it's just like why am i back at the start you know like it totally. doesn't matter at all, but it is it, again. It's just a very much a thing of its time, where it's like they felt that they had to bridge the gap in one area, but not so much in another. It c- kind of just stands out more because other stuff does have that extra attention mm. to detail put mm. into it. Sure, there was a, a remake of both of these games that came out at the launch of the original Xbox called Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Two X, and that never came out in Australia. It was only in the huh? US, uh, and I've played it because I'm a fucking dork. And I installed a hard drive into my original Xbox that lets me play any game I want legally yes. <laughs> and no one can do anything about it. But um, that is weirdly, I think, a better remake of both of these games than this one because it introduces a couple new levels. It more yeah. closely fits that original style. So in some ways that not a better remake, but uh, there are many, many, many options for you to play Tony Hawk 1 and 2, I suppose is more my point. That like right. right, right. That's the one thing for me is that as someone who kind of killed these games back in the day, I wasn't as into playing these again as I was necessarily excited for because when I did start playing, I was like, oh right, yeah, okay. So just something to be aware of if right. you're if you're thinking of going in is that if you if you'll know if you want to play Tony Hawk again if you played it back in the day. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. If you go in on that warehouse demo, oh, I guess that's only if you pre-order the game. Well, right, fucking fuck. crazy. If, yeah, if there's some way for you to play Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two without buying it, you'll know if you want to buy it. <laughs> guess what? There is. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> There's plenty of work. But it's a, a very good remake, and both of those games are still fucking awesome games. It's a bit yeah. of a shame that there's yeah, not really new levels or anything in there as well, I suppose. But mm, mm, there yeah. are the creator-leveled things and the online functionality. So I, I wonder that- if... If um, the popularity of this, I assume it's popular. That's actually something I haven't it's, even checked up on if the reviews have gone well. But, I mean, fuck, I hope it just makes them, yeah, release DLC packs of courses, release a sequel, you know, just reboot the whole thing, start it again. Because for me, this is like a FIFA or a Madden where I would play a new one every year. You know, this is my sports game yeah. and I, I would love to spend... 89.99 every year. I mean, for I, you know, I would. Like, I don't have a, a Madden or a FIFA, so, yeah. But, I mean, they, I, they I, tried I, that yeah. out, and it turned out a lot of people weren't interested in that. So we'll see what, yeah. what happens from here. <laughs> but for now, 1 and yeah. 2, is it's a good remake, and you'll have fun playing this game <laughs> more than likely. <laughs> yeah, Agreed. If you've got the nostalgia, it'll, uh, it'll really do it for you. And even if you don't have that, you don't, you know... Yeah, it's not exclusively for having that attachment to it. You mm. know, I I don't really have that attachment to it except for kind of briefly playing it at friends' houses. And even I think it's a it's a fun um, package. It's it's just got that great. The fact that they're very short bursts that you do. It's one of those ones that I find myself. I can't you know I can't beat a certain part. I get very frustrated by it. I turn it off. Like that's me done with this for the night. And mm. then. Kind of, I go five minutes and then I'm like, I start thinking about it again, and I'm like, now nah, I'm going to turn it back on because I reckon, the, I reckon next time's the one where I get it. Like it's got that thing where it's so snappy that I'm finding it so easy to just keep coming back to and back to and back to. Sure. Um. So yeah, I it's yeah, well worth uh, well worth investigating. I reckon gets mm. the uh, gets the filthy tick of approval. Uh, I reckon we had better. Call it a night for this episode. Uh, we had a lot to get through. Hopefully next week we've got some uh, PS5 mm. news if the if there's like uh, scuttlebutt is to be believed. But uh, we'll also be checking in on our um our uh, our, our our resident um, Avengers reviewer Adam oh. Knox, who is uh, <laughs> who is deep deep in the throes of um, subjecting himself to a, a game that he pre-ordered uh, <laughs> a little while ago. It didn't show up in the mail for longer than I thought, which is obviously, you know, that's the way, way things are going at the moment. And I yeah. played a bit of it. And, uh, yeah, you know, we'll talk about it next week, huh? Mm. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Uh, oh, then. Be- yeah. Oh, go ahead, Nox. Go no, ahead. No, no, no. You go. I just wanted to say before we wrap up, I have a recommendation. I've been playing Beat Saber. I mentioned it to you guys a couple of times. I got it. I got the PlayStation Move controllers uh, about three or four days ago, and I got Beat Saber immediately. I essentially got the controllers to play it because I'd seen videos of it and it looked so fun. I'm loving it. I think it's the best PlayStation VR game alongside Astrobot for use of that technology. It's perfect. You hold the two things. They vibrate when you cross the fucking lightsaber streams. It's a great rhythm game. It's kind of a fitness game too. It has that sort of fitness boxing thing if you get into it. Mm. Um, I can't recommend it highly enough. If you have PSVR and you haven't played it, go in on it. It's on PC as well. Cool. I've been meaning to play more VR stuff, so maybe I'll give that a bit of a fair suck of the old dick bottle by next week. Yeah, I, I, I love it. I'm I like I've been loving Tony Hawk, but I am gonna be playing Beat Saber after we finish recording. I'm I'm so into it. I can't yeah, can't recommend it highly wow. enough. Cool. Well more on cool. that next week. More on Avengers. Mm. Um 
I don't know why I started saying things because that's about it. Filthycasuals.com.au for links to our Patreon where you can get a bonus episode every week. Um, We've got the premium episodes on Bandcamp. We've got our presentation for PAX. Oh, yeah. show, part new riff-tastic spectacular (laughs) uh, that we haven't released anywhere else yet. Um, That is happening on... September the 16th at 10, god damn it, 10.30 p.m. Yeah, Um, American Pacific Pacific time, time, yes. So that'll be, Um, well, unless I'm real stupid, that will be happening before our next episode of The Pod is out. uh, Right, because for our time, that's like 3.30 p.m. Thursday, so that's still before the next episode. Ah, uh, Are you sure? Before. <laughs> yeah, it'll be a few hours before. Yeah, I, I guess think, so. Our next yeah. episode, yeah. Okay, so um, yeah, we should we should we should mention that more now then, I guess. Should Although, we mention at it? this point? I think statistically <laughs> people have turned off by now a lot of the time. So if you well, are still here. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can record a bumper after we finish the show and maybe you can put it at the start. Maybe. <laughs> no, nah, yeah, that's a good idea. We'll we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll talk to people about it. Yeah, yeah, but check that out. Uh, yeah, thanks very much for listening. We'll see you next time. And as we say here at the end of every episode of Filthy Casuals, ba 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 ba. I I started in the wrong key, and now I'm furious about myself. No, no, no. End it. Also, that happens at the start of Tony Hawk, so it's dumb. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards... Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.